everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. What if you could? How often do you ask yourself that? What if I could? What if I could go out there and do XYZ? Or... How often do you find yourself in the talks of all the reasons that you can't? How things are always stacked against you? How could that ever be possible? Take a moment to just reflect on maybe something that you did as of recently that was important to you. How often did you find yourself in the talks of there's no way that I could do it, maybe to the point where it kept you from actually doing it or going full out? Or how often were you telling yourself the stories that allowed for you to move? Just take a moment to reflect and take inventory on that. Pause the podcast for that matter if you need to just to think on that. And I want you to answer that question truthfully because it's going to help you for the talk that we have today. And I'm going to jump into that talk here momentarily. But first, let's go ahead and talk about the taco of the week because I am stoked on this one. I'm stoked like every week because it's tacos. Why not be stoked for it? But as of recently, I have been craving sushi. I don't know who my sushi lovers are, whether you're like a typical California roll type person or you go for like the deep fried cream cheese type of sushi, whatever it is, you're going to love this one, okay? Because I created a sushi taco and it's healthy and delicious and it's in the show notes waiting for you to grab the recipe card. So you should just go grab it after the show though, because what I'm about to talk about is going to be really important. Speaking of which, let's go ahead and jump into it. Last week, I had one of my longest episodes, which was kind of crazy and fun all at the same time. It was all about the 12-hour walk and how that specific thing completely changed my life. If you haven't had a second to listen to it or haven't finished it, please go listen to it because there was a specific part of it where I talked about where I was going through some physically demanding times. Clearly, you're on your feet for quite quite a decent amount of time, right? Over the 12 hours. And I talked about how I came to this moment where I just asked myself, what if I could? And after I got done recording the podcast, I instantly knew that I needed to take that a step further. And so I wanted to bring that back because not only did that question get me through the walk last Saturday, well, I guess not this last Saturday, but the Saturday before, but it also got me to the point where now I'm asking myself that in every single thing that I do. I even asked myself that as it led to the hike that I did this past Wednesday for my birthday. I wanted to do the Royal Arch hike and I heard all of the things as to why, you know, it was super freaking hard from different people. And I was like, well, why can't I do that? What if I could just do that? And I freaking blew it out of the water and I actually thought it was quite easy. (laughs) So that was cool. It also led me to doing my very first cold plunge last Friday and Guys, if you know me, I hate the cold, like literally despise and hate the cold because I get cold so easily. And I went in 46 degree water for over four minutes and I had a great time doing it. Like I got in there and I felt completely fine. And I was like, it's because I kept asking myself the question, what if I could? And it's because of this that I was able to have these two experiences that gave me the true gift of living. The things that I took away from the Royal Arch experience and the things that I took away from the 12-hour walk and the things that I took away from the plunge that I did 
Like, guys, I had true appreciation for my body and for my mental state. Like, in ways that I've never been able to acknowledge it before. And I was like, that is so stinking powerful. And so I wanted to bring that back up. And I'm going to bring this, again, of what I asked you at the beginning of the podcast, is how many times have you asked yourself the question, what if you could, versus what if you can't, all the reasons why you can't. What are the things it has held you back from doing? Like, take a second to think about that, of how many times the stories in your head and the questions that you've asked yourself, how many things and what specific things has it kept you from doing? And I want you to, like, actually take this as an exercise. Write this down. What are the things you never got to experience? What are the things, therefore, because you didn't experience them, you never had the chance to learn from them? And I would even ask yourself, how would it have built you? Had you had those experiences? Had you done the thing? Regardless of the outcome, whether you won or failed, again, every outcome has a different sort of scenario, but regardless of the outcome, how would have experiencing that, how would have it built you? Sometimes we need to look at the consequences, which is what those questions are geared toward, in order to see what it is that we really want and what it is that we really need. And that, to me, is the whole point of life, in my opinion. To not only, well, actually, not only, to it's not to do things perfectly, but to do it so imperfectly so that you can appreciate the top of the mountain when you finally get there. You can appreciate all the little bits and pieces, everything that it took from you, everything that you built up into that point, physically, mentally, and emotionally, to get to that next level in your life. That's what life's about to me, personally. And so I want you to take the chance to take the inventory or to give yourself the time to take the inventory to ask yourself these questions. Again, the questions I just said, how many times have you asked yourself that question versus what if you can't? And what are the specific things that it held you back from doing? Specifically, what are the things that you never got to experience and learn from? And how would it have therefore built you? Just take a few moments to pause the podcast if you need to, or maybe it's already come flooding out of you. Like I can think of specific things and write those things down. Because, speaking of all of this, uh, I know that the podcast is titled, What If I Could? Or What If You Could? I want to take this just a step further. Because it's as simple as literally just asking yourself the question. Understanding that you're still going to get the stories, the negative talk. All that's still going to pop up. It's never going to go away. That's how our brain is literally wired until we make it habit to turn the dial down on those thoughts and start asking ourselves better questions such as this one. I want to just take it a little bit further because when I asked myself on Wednesday for my birthday, you know, will I have enough time? Will I have the ability? What if, what if it's too hard? What if I'm late for certain things, etc.? Like I had all the scenarios going on in my mind of could I actually make it through the Royal Arch? Because literally everyone made it sound like it was climbing freaking Mount Everest. I was like, there's no way. So anyways, I asked myself, what if I could? And I got the chance to fly up and down, well, I shouldn't say fly up and down, but like to really enjoy on my birthday, on my 29th special birthday, (laughs) the Royal Arch and the amazing views that it bought me. And here's the best part. Here's what, here's where I'm going next. Okay. So continue to follow. I was almost at the top and 
people were coming down from the top of the mountain and I was like kind of in the way like oh my gosh I'm so sorry you know so I'm kind of like you know jogging and getting out of people's way and stuff and this one guy stops me and he says don't rush it it'll hurt and right away like he walked past me and I don't know if he saw me just how awestruck I was right away I was like this is why I'm here I'm not here because of my birthday like I'm here to have heard that specific message and I'm getting goosebumps thinking of it because I just feel like I'm back in that moment. Like, you know, when you're, you know, when you're experiencing something or you go and do something and you maybe think it's for one reason, but then that one thing happens and you're like, oh my God, I know why I'm here. And it was to hear that. Don't rush it. It'll hurt. This struck me not in the way of like, who do you think you are? Like, you don't know how, you know, freaking awesome I am. And you don't underestimate me. Cause like, you know, normally I feel like a lot of us would react that way. I know I would react that way nine times out of 10. Like I hate when people underestimate me. It drives me freaking nuts. But instead I actually reacted in the way of, wow, again, that's what I was supposed to hear. This is the lesson that I was supposed to learn. And this is what came from it. As I got to the very top and, you know, I was trying to unplug and not use my phone in any capacity. This was my me time to myself, but I like was in such this flow state after what just happened that I took out my phone and I went straight to my notes and I wrote some stuff down. And what I wrote down was this, how many of us are rushing to get to the next moment or to the next goal to only find that we get hurt in the end with disappointment, with not meeting the expectations or not feeling what we hoped we would feel when we finally made it. I cannot tell you how many times over the last like two years where that has been a real life thing, where I've literally just been rushing from goal to goal to thing to thing. And I finally got there and I was like, that's it. That's all I was supposed to feel. And it wasn't bad on, you know, the, the situation itself. It was bad on me because I spent the time rushing to get there and not actually being present and enjoying the journey to the top. And I beg to differ that if you were to ask, like I, and I listen to these athletes all the time on their podcasts, they say it verbatim. It's not getting the first place or finally getting, you know, to the championships that made it all worth it. It was every step in between the hard time, the good times, times where they cried, the times where they laughed. That's what made it worth it. And that's what they remember and what made them feel like they were truly living at the end of the day. And so how many of us are really rushing to get to that next moment? If you find that that's you, it got me personally thinking about the goals that I have. And if I'm rushing things or if I'm actually taking the time to be present and enjoy the ride, to truly build myself into the person that I can take into the challenges that will come with that next level. Because I know I will never top out. I just get to the next level and the challenges get that much harder. But I personally get built into the person that's able to hand them, right? So continue to ask yourself the question of what if you could, but also pair that with the awareness of how you navigate through that journey moving forward, right? Like I asked myself, what if I could? I climbed this mountain. Then all of a sudden I came to this big realization that this was something so much bigger than myself on that day. And I was able to have this awareness around like, whoa, am I rushing to get to the top or am I actually just enjoying everything that's happening for me right now in this moment, exactly where my feet are at. So I wanted to explain the first part of it and give you those incredible questions to reflect on of, you know, what if I could and how often do you ask yourself that question? 
to get you to take more action. But now let's say that you're taking the action and maybe you've either stopped taking action, you're getting ready to take action again, whatever that is, right? Like you're in it. You're in it to start going again or you're in the middle of it. I want to end this podcast or at least give you majority of this podcast to talk about how not to rush the journey on your way upwards. Because I feel like that's just as important as asking yourself the question, what if I could? So that way, as you take the action, you freaking enjoy it and enjoy everything that comes along from the good, the bad, the ugly. So I have a couple, I don't know if I, not necessarily steps, but more or less just advice and recommendation to, to give you to really just hone into and see which one of these stick of where it is that you need to spend your time. And so the first one is, instead of thinking of your end goal, think about your focus. Like so much to the point that you're getting granular with the focus, like what the one thing that you're focusing on and attacking that one thing at a time so that you're not tempted to stress out about all these expectations that you've probably already built about the outcome. In fact, this thing about not thinking about your end goal is also all about letting go of the expectation of the outcome, like letting go of the outcome completely. And I'll give you an example of this is that right now I am in the middle of chasing a world championship qualifying time for the DECA Strong series that Spartan puts on. Logistically, I am 20 seconds out from doing that, which is really, it it can be far, but it's really not that far, considering I shaved off two minutes off of my very first time. Logistically, I also know, and realistically, I also know that that time's probably not going to hold until December. So I need to really, (laughs) like, gain some momentum to make that happen. And so there's two approaches that I can take is I can either take the approach of just thinking about, I got to get to world championships. I got to get to world championships and just focusing on that end goal and trying to do a little bit of everything in order to get there. Or I can take this idea of intentional focus and get really good at the one thing that's going to move the needle forward and also allow for me to take all this pressure out of the outcome. Okay, I think that there's a lot of gold in what was just said. One, taking a lot of pressure out of the outcome. If you can take the pressure out of it, I think that our want and our need to rush towards it decreases. And I think, again, by putting that intentional focus into that one thing, we're not focused about trying to cram in so many things and get good at everything and be perfect at everything all at once. And we're just laser focused in on the one thing that's going to matter the most. I find that when you put intentional focus, you're also going to get intentional growth on the thing that you have that focus on. But when you split your focus, you are also going to split your results. So you have to ask yourself, what is it that you really want to get out of this? Do you want to have split results where you kind of get maybe a little bit better at a little bit of everything? Or do you want to see that one thing vastly improved because you were intentional about it. And because that vastly improves, that plays a really big part in moving the needle forward in what the bigger outcome will be, right? And knowing that that outcome might not be 
what it is that you hoped for or what you expected, but it's exactly where it is that you were supposed to end up, right? Because you put your focus on the right things. I know that not making world championships, it wouldn't break me. Would I be disappointed? Absolutely. But guess what? I also have like more years to qualify for it. So like, bring it, right? But I'm specifically in it so that I could see who I'm going to become through the little things that I choose to focus on, through the moments where I am pushing past mental and emotional and physical pain. And I'm not saying like in the way where I'm like pushing myself to like throw up. I'm sorry, I don't train that way. But I am the person to push through the times where you feel like your body is so weak that you're like, I don't even know if I can move forward. Like that, that stuff builds you. That puts some tear on your chest, ladies, if you're listening to this and men, (laughs) okay? So that is also what I'm focused on too. And what I'm intentionally focusing on is like, oh, I want to think about who I'm going to become by focusing on the little things like the assault bike, for example. And this is where I'm also going to recommend too to not rush the process is once you figure out that intentional focus, like for me right now, the example is the assault bike. I, in order to chop a minute off, I need to go to the crutch and it's that freaking assault bike. If you've ever been on it, you will know what I'm talking about. That thing is terrible. (laughs) Okay. But I'm going to go to that one thing and break that down even more granularly, right? Of how can I step by step start to get better mentally, physically, emotionally when it comes time to be on that bike, because I know what it brings every single time to the table. The second part of this too, which is my next sort of piece of advice is the tracking and celebration piece. Once you've identified that focus, well now in order to keep your eye off of like, okay, I have to get better at absolutely everything. Again, you've got your focus on the one thing and you're like, okay, how can I get just one second better? How can I feel a little bit better getting off the bike or getting onto the bike or feeling for that matter, just more confident? How could I attack it? How much longer could I last? Even again, if it's just a second more on this dang bike, (laughs) right? Obviously put it into own words for whatever it is that you're trying to intentionally focus on, but find the one thing and then find a way to track it. Tangibly track your progress so that you can go back and truly live in that progress. And it's not always going to be linear. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. And those are the moments where you got to find ways to enjoy it and find ways to celebrate it hey, last week I did it a little bit better. However, today I attacked it and I went a little bit harder than I think that I went last week and I started to find out where my limits were. That was a win and I learned from it that way. It takes practice. It takes a lot of practice to flip to that mindset. But if you never give yourself the chances to actually open up the opportunity for that sort of habit building, you'll never get the chance to, right? So give yourself more opportunities to do that through the specific thing of, okay, I found my intentional focus. This is how I'm going to track it day over day, week over week, whatever it is that you're going to do. And this is how I'm going to celebrate it. And this is where, I'll be honest, I tell, depending on the season, I'm either really good at this or I freaking stink at it, okay? So figure out the season of life and how it is that you want to celebrate your progress in this season of life. Maybe for you, it's writing your wins down. Maybe for you, it's just as simple as like, I want to be intentional of thinking about what was the one thing that I'm proud of? What was the win out of this training session? And that's good enough for you. Maybe for you, it's going on social media and posting about it. I don't know, but 
be intentional about thinking, how do I want to celebrate myself? Regardless of whether or not I maybe get a second better or a little bit 1% better, but just the mere fact that I showed up, how do I want to celebrate myself? Because then it also makes you accountable to actually doing that. And when you start to celebrate yourself and get that like freaking dopamine hit from, wow, I'm seeing myself progress, you're not focused on the end goal anymore. You're just focused on feeling more like that, which means that you're going to stay more consistent to what it is that you're doing. And we all know that consistency paired with intentional focus is like a freaking powerhouse of a combination. But here's the other piece of advice. I've got a couple more that I think also needs to be a part of that equation, which is finding the calm. (laughs) Finding the calm in the midst of, and I don't want to say the word madness because I don't want to say that prepping for things is mad, is pure madness. And I also don't want to say that they're pure intense, but they can be, right? Just in the middle of whatever it is, right? Finding the calm. Because I think it can be really easy to start to go down that rabbit hole in our thoughts in our head while prepping for something such as, am I doing enough? And is this actually going to work? And oh my God, I totally sucked there. La 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 la, right? We also find ourselves probably comparing ourselves to future selves, whether it was a minute ago, a week ago, years ago, comparing ourselves to others and how well they're doing and the progress that they're making. It is really easy to find ourselves in our headspace that quickly. And that's what makes it just as important to find the calm in the middle of all of that. Things like breath work, things like journaling, things like maybe it's taking some you time to just be in pure silence. I have started doing the Wim Hof breathing method and starting my day off with that or even doing that in the parts of the days where I just, I feel like I need to just be, oh, it's just brought calm. And here's what happens when we are in that calmer state is we often find that that's where our state of flow comes from, where the magic truly happens. And when we enter that flow state, things click, aka progress is born. So find the calm. So what are the things that you need to specifically do in the middle of prepping and trying to do as best as you can during this and how easy it'll be to feel like you need to grip the bat on everything? How can you find the calm? You might not know the answer to that right now. That's okay. But maybe that's where you need to spend your focus is finding the calm and what it is that you need to implement into your routine to do just that. Okay. Final things here. Embrace embarrassment. (laughs) I think that one reason we rush so often is to avoid embarrassment and put on this facade that we are perfect and that we have it all together So if instead we chose to embrace embarrassment, I think in turn we'll be better at not rushing to get somewhere. I don't know this, but it's just something that I thought of is maybe the reason why I'm trying to get there so quickly is because of what other people think and I don't want them to doubt or underestimate me or I don't want to look ridiculous. I'll be honest, I don't know what it will take for you to fully grasp onto that and to actually embrace embarrassment. But for me and what I've digested so far is that it goes back to the fact that a few years ago, I I wasn't living. And now that I get to live because of the choices that I made, 
and, and that includes everything in between, right? Of like everything that I've lived to that involves laughter, the fear, the sadness, the joy, everything in between. I can tell you that I wouldn't have it any other way because each of those things have brought me something and each of those somethings have built me. Good, bad, ugly, everything in between, they have built me. And so I, when I'm feeling like I'm trying to cling on to, I don't want to embarrass myself, I want to be taken seriously, all the things, I just go back to that reasoning alone of I wouldn't have it any other way because every little thing that I've gone through has built me and has made me, me, the person that I'm proud of, the person that I'm confident of, that can do anything over time if she just continues to believe and stays consistent to that belief through thin and thick. So this is where I want to leave you. Who are you doing this for? The thing that you are rushing to get to or the thing that you want so badly, who are you doing it for? And what are you trying to prove? Answer those questions truthfully and you'll know everything that you need to know. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. And if you found that this episode was super helpful and think that someone else needs to hear it, please give the gift to someone else by sharing this episode. And until then, you guys, I will see you guys next week for another episode of Taco Bella Tuesday. See you guys then.